Porter City presents Five Days Family Live Prayer and Fasting Theme Greater Grace The date is 30th of August to 3rd of September 2021 It's happening at Porter City Mutual Prom Pram And your speaker is The Prophet Nana Say Opokusakonye People are sitting in church with issues Where you are just laying hands on people and this is where I have the problem. The church is not talking about it. And because the church is doing nothing about it, Satan is really working in that area. Amen. Like some of the things we discussed this uh, afternoon. Some are spiritual. Hallelujah. I said something yesterday. Successful marriage is a choice. Successful marriage is what? It's a choice. So, let's conclude it this way. In the midst of all that I'm preaching, you choose to make it work. you got to choose to make it work. I'm going to hit some things here. Hallelujah. You choose to make it work. Amen. I may be wrong, but I think that some of the ladies, or some of the couples in our generation is beginning to settle down that divorce is a way out. Yeah, so I can go to school and marry and I walk out. Let me tell you something. <clears throat> Anything God call bad, if you play with it, it has major consequence. So to, to get to the marriage and think that you are separated or divorced, it's not really the solution. Hallelujah. And it's not as simple and as easy as you think. It is a sense knowledge that is making you think that I can just walk out. You may walk out of the family. You may, that is what somebody say. If you marry and you walk out of the person, there is still a deposit with the person of you to the person. So we have to pay every price to make it work. It must work. The reason I'm preaching this thing is not for you to come and listen to it like a story and go back. You have to go and pay the price to make it work. It has to work. Hallelujah. You have to pay the price for it to work. Amen. Because when God says he hates something, you cannot play games with that kind of thing. No. I told you that God doesn't hate the divorcee, but he hates divorce. Based on what we're talking about this afternoon, there are some things you play with. You destroy your marriage. Oh yes, you destroy your marriage. I don't care how you think, you will destroy your marriage. There are some things you joke with it, it's going to affect you. We read stories of people. Let me go back to some of the things first and I'll come back and I'll teach you something. And one of the questions that uh, you remember the one that he said that uh, my friend, husband married her knowing both of them are not virgins. They both were sexually active prior to becoming born again. Unfortunately my friend is in a extremely sexual person. You see so this is what I'm concluding. We are entering into marriage everybody's not ready to make adjustment. Today, I'm going to come with one, one major principle from Jesus Christ. And I'm going to preach it from an angle that if every marriage is going to work, everybody must stand on that principle. I've already told you about the dangers of selfishness and what selfishness can do and the way it can kill marriage. I gave you, I gave you the symptoms of selfishness and I gave you the road to recovery. And I talk about, I talk about feelings love, I talk about friendship love, and I talk about, I talk about which one, I talk about, about, about forever love. And I'm talking about this, but you see, 
as I was studying the thing, I'm realizing that people don't even have knowledge that marriage goes through changes. That means that if you marry a girl like this, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. If you marry a girl like this, standing there with all his shape, after he has given birth, naturally his body is going to change. These are some of the means of adultery. His body is going to change. He's going to go through process. Number two, as I, as, as I live with mommy, I realized that every pregnancy is different. The pregnancy on Anakwami was different from Anakwami, was different from Nanefia. You go through different pregnancies. So, I married this lady, young, slim, but he has gone through, the, as I live with her in a room, he bath and we go and come. I can notice that his body is going through changes. And you see, when the angel encountered Sarah, Sarah said that, now that I, he said, will I ever have pleasure? It is a state of a woman. This is what Sarah told God. It means that, it means that there is a place that you, the man, can be in friendship love, but you can be in feelings love, but your wife has left that stage. So this thing is more than just emotional and, uh, uh, what do we call it, and carnal, just desire. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to conclude that if you are carnal, it will not work. It's not going to work. You see your wife, but you go through changes. It's going to go through the change. Natural changes. You see, you observe it. You see the changes. And that is why if you don't take it, you get attracted to this kind of bodies. If you don't have the Holy Ghost. Everything about them will change. If you're a very sensitive person, everything about them will change. If, and I'm a, very, I'm a very observant person. I study things through. You study things and you realize that you change. Are you ready to cope with the changes? Mm. Say that okay. Are you ready? Mm. First child has come. Second child has come. Third child has come. He has gone to the labor ward and come back about four times. You don't expect things to remain the same. And this is what is destroying the marriage. We are always leaving the change on the other person. This is what we are going to address today. And I'm telling you. I was talking to you about the things that can destroy your marriage. And I told you, laziness can destroy your marriage. I told you, I told you that, what else did I say again? Suspicion can destroy your marriage. To suspect your partner, it can destroy your marriage. Most of the things I'm reading, I saw that it came out with suspicion. Somebody suspected his wife so much that he put an app on his phone that monitored her. Suspicion. A tracker. So you are walking around, they are tracking you. Suspicion. I mean, no, if you trust somebody, you won't trust the person. And I also want to tell you that <laughs> you must end the trust. End it. You can't force people to trust you. The way you go about your things, can your spouse trust you? If you are living with your husband, you get a call and then you go somewhere to go and listen to the call. Are you building trust? If you are living with your wife, anytime there is, there, is there is a password on your phone that you yourself sometimes forget. Mm. <laughs> oh. You, 
Or say sometimes you struggle to remember the password. Your date of birth plus your mother's date of birth plus your first boy's name plus your your wife's last name plus Porter City. And that is the thing. So sometimes when you mix one, then it's very difficult to come back. You have to go down and check, 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 check and repeat. And sometimes if you're not taking, you even lock the phone. It looks like everything they are sending, I've addressed it. And the reason you are sending the message is that you are not ready to change. Mm. I'm not saying don't ask it. Ask the questions, but get ready to change. Yes. Because the purpose of preaching is to make adjustment. Amen. Preach. That's a battle line. We have to change. Hallelujah. And I want to say it again. Infidelity of any kind can destroy your marriage. Most of the things that has come is connected to infidelity. What are you looking for? Feeling, sex. How long will you have said? I said, all this sex thing that you are talking about, cray, 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 is within a certain age bracket. After certain age, it's not an issue again. No. When you are from the 20s, middle 20s, I'm going to maybe 50, or maybe 50, I'm 50, so I can talk. From 50 going about maybe, but from 60, how baby, no? When you enter your year of legacy, when you want to leave things, how much sex can you have? Now, whether you like it or not, I want, to, I, want to, I want you to understand. The more you grow, the more it comes down. When you marry, you can have sex anyhow. From kitchen to bathroom, three times a day, four times a day. There's a place you don't try, you collapse. And when you collapse, they'll pour water on you. If you wake up, if you don't wake up, they'll bury you. Yes. One doctor told me, he said that, during this week, he said, Papa, I have, they've rushed people to hospital in my eyes three times most of them they were having sex and they collapsed he said three people have died right in my eyes for having sex and he said it all has to do with this pushing of uh, uh, you need some medicine to, to, to go uh, long huh? Huh? long journey long scope marathon and all kinds and he said some of them are dying so all of them is between their 50s and 60s they die Yes, they stretch themselves and die. Even Hussein Bolt has resigned. <laughs> Bolt, last Olympics, I was looking for him, I couldn't find him. Give the Lord a clap of him, I'm preaching. He has resigned. Lost. Yes, I'm telling you, this is the bottom line. You are disturbing yourself. I say, we will need the Spirit of God. We need the Holy Spirit to really get into this journey. This lady is talking about the fact that he has uh, my friend's husband married her knowing of this and blah 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 unfortunately the friend knowing that both of them were not virgins they both were sexually active proud to becoming born again unfortunately my friend is an extremely sexual person and she liked to pleasure herself during sex all these are your generational terms it's not in the bible there is nobody in the bible called a person sexual person it's not there hallelujah <laughs> coming <laughs> and let me tell you something don't get into marriage and force your will on your partner there are some things it's not by force there's a way you can bring it up today i had a vision and in the vision god flashed something i was studying something about marriage and then i just slept i lied down and like five minutes god showed me something all of a sudden i saw a little child as if a, a child that is trying to crawl and the child picked a, a kitchen knife but he hold the part that cut. And then I heard a voice say, take the knife from his hand. Then I realized that I need to 
develop a tactical method to make sure that as I'm taking the knife, it will not cut the guy. Then in the vision, the Lord says, this is the way marriage should be. So sometimes, when you want something from your spouse, you need a very strategic and tactical steps to make sure that after you get it, you won't wound the person. Wow. Like to pressure yourself during sex by touching and carelessing herself during the intercourse. Recently, she tried to introduce new sexual activity to help spice up their boring sex life. Boring sex life. Boring sex life. Boring sex life. That is the way he describes it. I am not in the bedroom. I have not heard from the man. Maybe what you call boring is the man's best. You cannot force me to become an architect if I have not learned anything about architecture. If you want me to become an architect, then take me through the school. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. There is another thing you must learn. You can even marry a partner that don't learn as fast as you. So this whole thing is sacrifice. That is why I say the first commandment, thou shalt be selfless. When the me, 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 me comes in, the, the destruction has started. You start in Everest and you ended at the bottom of the sea. So we start high, 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 and we drop, boom, and we don't even drop on the ground. We go down the sea. So their marriages, when you hear the marriage is hitting the rock, you ask one million questions. What really happened? Amen. If you go by that way, you can destroy your marriage. If you, if you demand your right every time, you can destroy your marriage. So let me tell you something. The fact that you are married does not mean the marriage cannot be destroyed. I'll say that again. The fact that you are finished wedding does not mean that a successful marriage is going to be automatic. Amen. Amen. There are one million things that can part the marriage and that is a reason why we are preaching what we are preaching however you can also stay the same way you have not divorced it does not mean you are married because there are some of you where you are just living together but there is no marriage and the reason you have not come out is because you are afraid of what people will say the devil has money to penetrate the church so much that things like sex we can't talk about it don't mention it in church when you go to church, have you ever heard your pastor talk about sex? No. But every day he fire. Every day. Okay? Have you noticed that most of the stories I read this afternoon is connected to pastors? Most. Yesterday, I forgot. I said, I'm breaking down and I forgot. I got home and I saw a message. And somebody, one of my sons in London sent me a message that he has a friend, a, a, a client. And I use the word client. He said, I have a client who they with sex shop. And he said he sells vibrators. And his highest customers are pastors' wives. I told you, yes, highest customers. What is causing a lot of pastors who have to go and buy vibrator? No. That means that a lot of pastors are high behind spirituality. No affection. No affection. No love. No time. Let's fast and pray. Look at someone and say, it must work. It must what? It got to work. Hallelujah. Huh? Lack of mutual respect, it will destroy your marriage. Respect one another. Uh -huh. Right in them. Uh -huh. Argument, it will destroy your marriage. Uh -huh. You argue, ah, some of you, you fight on the movies that you were not part of. 
And there's another one too that I, I added to the thing that destroyed marriage. Political stand. The wife is NDC, the woman is MPP. They are staying at home. How much did they give to you? Yeah. A, a lady sent me an email and said that all our troubles in the house started just before this past election. And they started writing. Keep it secret from your spouse. It will destroy your marriage. Secrecy. One day it will find out. Let me tell you something. There is something you call secrecy. If you want it to be secret, keep it between you and God and the devil. Have you heard people say, and you reveal my secret? Do you know why I know there's no secrecy? My grandmother used to say that I died was so. Build this, they have years. Whether I have searched it, I don't find their years, but they say they have it. And that is why I came to the place and I told you that they were naked, but they were not ashamed. Transparency. Argument. There are couples, they argue. You can't just sit together and talk. You can't just, the compatibility is not there. You don't have a private life. You don't have entertaining life. You don't have anything. You cannot sit down and chat. Now today, another reality dawned on me. Expect the best, but prepare for the worst. All this thing talking about intimacy. You remember, I prayed, I go to that. I said, there is a difference between united and unity. Marriage unites you together. Sex unites you together. But it does not mean both of you are living in unity. So the two shall be one. And I gave you Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4. That oh Israel your God is one. It's the same word that came out that. A man shall leave his father and mother. And be cleaved to his wife. And the two shall be one. It's the same Hebrew word. When you go back and check it from the Hebrew scripture. It's the same Hebrew word. Cleave and So you are united. That means that. If I tie a dog, a puppy, and a cat, I tie their tail together and I hang them on the wall, I have united them. It does not mean they will live in unity. Did you get what I'm talking about? I have tied their tail. They are just hanging around. I have tied them. So the fact that you are having sex does not mean you are living in unity. We have to address that one in another angle. So most couples are there. They are living in the room. They go and come, but they are not. You see, unity even threatens the Trinity. It is the reason why God changed the language of the Tower of Babel. The Bible says the people is one, and there is nothing they decide to do that they cannot do. So when you are united, it's difficult for the devil to break through. But most of the home, sex is going on, food is going on, outing is going on, but they are not united in anything. And I like one story a woman told me, said that the only time we come together is when we want to have sex. He said, our only relationship is sex. Now, do you know something? Now, apart from that, we do nothing together. Nothing together. Properties, everybody has his own. This one don't know anything about this one's salary. This one don't know. My wife knows all the password on my visa cards. Everything he knows. He knows every visa card, whether it's local or international, he knows it. There is nothing I have. If, if I give my card to her, sometimes standing with her, he takes my card and says, Boy, I need some money. I just give it to her. He goes to ATM. He knows it. He knows. You build it that way. You build it. And she didn't start now. There is no, I told you, I, I protected that thing so much that when my son and I had a phone first and put a password on it, I seized his phone for, he never used a phone. It is when he's about to enter university that I will lie. 
Upon the thought, the mother said, where is going there? You will need a phone. I bind him. For five years, he can't touch a phone. His friends will call him at school. They have to call his mother's number and listen to the call and hand over the, the phone to his mother. He never got into it because I don't want to train him as my son and my boy, my boy. I have to train him as somebody's future husband. I told him, I said, this house, have you seen anybody has a password? I've married your mother for 21 years. We don't, do you know something? We use the same eye crown. The same eye crown. We have traveled to Abroche several times. Mommy has never asked for, give me my own iCloud. So sometimes eh, you send message to my phone, it goes to his phone. If, if, if his phone stores something, if my phone stores something, it stores it on his own automatically. If you know how the iCloud system works. And nobody has nothing to hide. Everybody has nothing to hide. They were naked but not ashamed. They were naked but not ashamed. They were naked. All these things, you see, you have built a thing to a certain point and you come to the place, so it's, it's going to be a problem. It's not an easy message I'm preaching because, you see, I have to go by the word and attack your tradition because you make the word of none effect by the traditions of your fathers. If there's anything that has destroyed Africa, it's tradition. And traditional people will stay with the old system. It is not working, but they will not leave it. Old archaic stone age system. People are passing and running by student. It must work. These girls, these girls that are sitting here, eh, I have hope. Their marriages will be better. They see their father and mother. They are sitting down. Today, I told one man, I said, don't keep your children at home. Some of you think that home is a mom that is the way God has made the system I say you know something you don't know I'm telling you they, they, they are in the system of the church but the way their system is the God has made it such a way their, their brain is ahead of their age so she may be 16 but carry 25 years brain so they are head that is the way their system that is their generation system so if we try to raise them according to the way our parents raise us we will make a mistake they know everything they teach them things don't the sustain and thing they learn it in biology they, in the school they learn everything they know something about man they know something about woman i'm telling you at the point you have to teach your children this is the thing the thing is called sex this is advantage this is a disadvantage it is better you get to the place of money before you practice it if you try it this is a consequence you go through you might even lose the relationship and the love i have for you but it is a reality it is there if you don't teach them hollywood will teach them before you know you may think they are going to they will run away and go and live with somebody you will not be aware no don't come to church and leave them in the name of their learning learning to where some of you pay high school fees. You are not concerned about the spiritual state of your children. It is dangerous to raise your children this generation without introducing them to the systems of godliness. Dangerous. They will walk in iniquity. They will be watching their phone. Watch the unwatchables. And see the unseeables. What will stop them is not your restriction. It's Christ. Train a child the way you should go. 
when he grow. You cannot protect them. Only Jesus can. These guys sitting here, they are very sharp. This ones, they are no ninja. Do you know this one? This ones are Schwarzeneggers. Sure. I am taking you to the level, American level. This one is Sylvester Stallone. These are the people that acted Rambo. Sure. What are you talking about? Rambo, Rambo. Mokazutiki huh. Atoyas. Are you getting it? Huh? This one like this beautiful girl. Are you married? Oh, this one's married. This one, are you married? No, this one, he's a Jackie Chan. Jackie Tan, she never dies. No matter the bullet, Jackie Tan will escape. Amen. Never deceive yourself. Hallelujah. And somebody say, What is mine? I'll tell you after church. Come and see me. I'll tell you where you belong to at Hollywood. Poor communication can destroy the marriage. Poor communication. Huh? Poor communication. It does not mean communication involves a lot of things. It's very it's one of the biggest subjects in the in, in the marriage life. Poor communication. You uh, communication is what brings you to the place of sensitivity. Poor communication. The principle that will make it work. Look at somebody say poor communication. <laughs> in Africa, we don't know how to communicate. No, we don't know how to communicate. No, we don't know how to give compliment. When I talk about women kneeling down and 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 talking to their husband, some of them were laughing, they think it's a joke. But today. I saw something about the Nigerians. There is something they do. They kneel down before their husbands. They train that thing with them with their culture. Are you a Nigerian? Which tribe? Ibo. They train them. The way he was nagging, I can tell. I didn't even know he was a Nigerian. Eh? They, they, they train you eh, in the house. They kneel down before their husband and their breasts touch their husband. It's not so. If you kneel down, your breast doesn't touch, the kneeling down is useless. You are fair. You have to come very close. Do you understand? You kneel down like this hey, and, hey. and you hold him. Hey. No matter how the man is angry, he will go down. Some of you have never kneeled. Sometimes you have to kneel down at occasion, maybe Christmas, maybe Easter, maybe something and tell the man that thank you for being there for us yeah you build his confidence oh everything in your mind for your husband is insult <laughs> no you don't say for him to hear but you insult this guy yeah Everything that comes from your spirit is insult. No, I'm telling you, Africa, we can be very villages. And some of them, do you know, people, they are anointed for noia. They are in a church. They can tell you something three days, you are not, you can't sleep. Sometimes, mommy will tell me, he said that, some of the things, my mouth cannot even say it. Because me, I can't say it. I saw somebody insulted, and the things he said, that one to the Nigerians, idiots. They will tell you as for idiot, I don't know where they get it from. It's a quickest insult in Nigeria. Useless man. 
There is something I call compliment. Once a while, some of you Christian ladies, for your husband to be with you, you have not suspected him of any infidelity. He has been. I have one of my daughters in America, Kia. I was watching his husband. I said, Kia, you really have got a husband. And I like what he says. Say, Papa, my husband, me, is a very loyal man, very serviceable, very committed man. But I said in my head, have you complimented him for that? Because you take things for granted. It means a lot. Have you complimented him? When I got around the white people, some of them who are my friends, I saw a very common thing with them. What? I'm telling you. Sometimes I was sitting with Paul Norton, his wife, maybe in a restaurant, he would turn to her, they would kiss and say, thank you for being there for me. Sometimes I wonder why you still cope with me. You are a wonderful man. I love you so much. And you see the man, his eye become red. <laughs> Look at him and tell him once. Sometimes wake him midnight and tell him that I am very grateful. Do the same thing to your wife. I'm not talking about one side. Tell her for being there. Yeah, being there. Being there. One day I was there, I was sleeping. I saw mommy and the children coming. When I wake up, they were standing there. I asked them, say, we came to thank you. Leading there. And they brought me an offering. Let them to come. You're not coming there. Say that they thank you very much for being here. Hey, I'm wanting to do more. So let's go for shopping. Let's go for vacation. Let's go for here. I took them to America. I said, buy anything, I will pay for it. That's right. That's right. Huh? That's right. As we came to us, I said, look at the introduction of the man there. My husband, who, who, who do what? Who professed to be a prophet? Hey. Hey. Say, Roswell, can you imagine why in court? And they say, we don't trust that you are a pastor. Your wife should come and testify. They say, your husband, is he a pastor? Or not here? That is the end. The lawyer, the judge just take his out. He just judged the case. Can we go deeper? Or we shouldn't go? Relating more to your parents and your family than your, your spouse can destroy your marriage. Relating more with your family members, parents, huh, than your spouse can destroy your marriage. Bottom line. Everything my mother, everything my father, everything my mother, everything relating more with your parents through family members than your spouse can destroy it or kill the marriage completely. No, a man will leave his father and mother and be cleave to his wife, and the two shall be one flesh. So make sure you 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 stay in a certain point wherever you spend more time. Don't put more value on your so-called parents than your wife because you are supposed to live and cleave. Take care of them. Support them. I support my parents. We do everything we have to do. Medicals, everything. It doesn't matter how much of course we will do it. But they don't interfere with our marriage. No. My mother cannot come to my house and walk to the kitchen to go and cook. Cannot work. No. Tell us what to eat. We'll cook it for you. You can go and be opening fridge. Hey, what kind of thing is that? No. Do you think it's a joke? It's happening. It's happening. Sometimes one, one, one mother-in-law can visit a marriage and by the time he returns, the marriage is destroyed. Okay. By the time he goes, friction has come to the house. Destroy completely. 
don't relate. These are things biblical. I'm standing on the word of God. I wish I can give you scriptures on all these things. Relate, spend time. And let me tell you something, right? If you mix cement and sand and you leave it there, it will never kick until you add water. Sex is the water that is mixing the marriage to bond it. qualitative one so sex is like the water that is added to the cement and the sand and when you leave it there it started kicking today pastors can live cohabit with girls they don't marry them and they are preaching some of the church members know the man is not living right they go there for them to lay hands on them i'm telling you this thing is very spiritual or you flow from the top. Sometimes, girl, the stability of your marriage can connect to the stability between me and mommy. Because that is where it's coming from. It's coming from there. That natural harmony can just fall on you. Naturally. Looking at us, it can put fear on you to divorce. Lack of inadequate, enjoyable sexual life can destroy marriage lack of inadequate enjoyable sexual life can destroy the marriage the best sin completely lack of it it will throw the marriage off lack of inadequate or unenjoyable unenjoyable sex unenjoyable not enjoyable unenjoyable sex it will destroy the marriage that is what the lady write and said that she was trying to introduce some 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 what word is some spices that means a maggi cube uh, pepper uh, is it not spices why would you say it's not spice don't you cook royco maggi bibi ginger it's called spices yeah then you from breathing out out yeah it's not every food some food to have the smell can be very dangerous because so every food cook with my money, it can be very, very serious. Nagging as an answer to marriage can kill your marriage. The moment your spouse asks you a question, you start using your head to answer. It means that the state of the marriage has changed. It's immaturity for you to be using your head. And he said, I said, you know, it's an answer. I said, Uh, are you going to work now? And you who cries out now, JD and Sakao, the moment that you touch your wife and I just pop. It goes with the eye and the hand. Watch who say Boko and on two man. I want you, I want you. Now, daddy, I could do who say pa. No problem. The other thing traffic control has given you red light. The plane cannot fly. You are stuck on the runway. Nothing can destroy your marriage. Hallelujah. Don't ever use a son of immaturity. Let's talk. I ask you a question. Answer me. Answer me. 
Hallelujah. It is leading me. I want to give you this and bring you to the place of solution. There's another one here. Too much careless talk. Some of you careless talk. Careless, careless. The Bible says a soft answer turneth away strife. Too much careless talk. And I'm going to bring you to that place. Hallelujah. Complimenting your speech. The solution to this thing is love. And I'm going to define love in another way. What is love? Careless talk. That's one of my problems. Talk, 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 talk. And this lady is not talking. One day God came to the room and said, Are you not being stupid? In the multitude of speech, lackers no sin. Silence cannot be misquoted. Can I say that again? I say silence cannot be misquoted. Who can quote you when you didn't say anything? What did, you, what did they say that you said? Silence cannot be misquoted. Learn to be quiet. It's not every time you say your mind. There are times you keep quiet. Yes, sir. Give the Lord a clap of you. It is immature for one party to be angry and you also respond with anger. Silence cannot be misquoted. I don't have... Let me tell you this, and I'm saying this in truth and in sincerity. Maybe mommy can have 1,000 things that I've said. That if he's had to keep the record, he will keep it. But me, I don't have one that he said because he doesn't talk. And that is where it is out of his attitude that come out that silence cannot be misquoted. They, they quote you because that is exactly what you said. And if you didn't say anything, they wouldn't have quoted anything. Be fast in hearing and slow in speaking. We see sometimes when I get offended, I'm talking about things, she will never utter a word. Never. And that is why I came out with this wisdom point that silence cannot be misquoted. Amen. Because no anger is permanent. It is going to dissipate and leave you. Between the time it starts and the time it ends, make sure you don't cause grave danger acts. Make sure. Make sure you don't say things that forever the devil will use it. Don't go into it thinking that I can easily run into it and run away and do whatever I like. This thing is a serious matter. But also, do you know that some people are they are always wearing a sad face and a moody attitude. It is difficult to leave a person who is not cheerful because joy is infectious. I call it swinging moods. Swinging moods. We need diagnosis. See how you find the next day. Catch up. Now then, what we have is I mean, minimum the code. It's okay. Me, me, you find I'm a catcher. A day, you will destroy your marriage. No, you destroy your marriage. Hallelujah. It's nice to be cheerful. No, don't carry the burdens of your office to the house. Leave it there. That is why I say that. Engage the spirit of God. Make sure the Holy Ghost is in the equation. Let's talk about some things. It's not as easy as we are thinking. Amen. 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 The only growth that is automatic is physical growth. All the rest of the growth, <laughs> it takes a lot of major effort. The people that you are dealing with, this is the only place that God prepares people for eternity. It is not something you can... Everything else you are doing is only preparing you for time. 
This place is what prepares you for eternity. So part of the reason I won't want your mother to fail is that, you see, it doesn't even make sense marriage takes you to hell because it's a temperate thing on earth. Much as everybody wants to gain in, it ends when we enter into eternity. Jesus told them in heaven there is no marriage. So it's a temperate thing on earth. Temporary. It's not permanent. No. If you are thinking of uh, 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 targeting your wife to meet her at heaven and marry her, you are making a mistake. <laughs> I know there are some of you women, some guys couldn't get you and they are tapped. They are spy, they are their hope is heavy. Go, you will see that you meet them. No. For this thing to work, we have to yield to something greater than ourselves. For the marriage to work, eh, we have to yield to something greater than ourselves. And that is why I draw the diagram and I put the husband and the wife down and I put God at the top. The third person of the Godhead that is in charge of the things on earth now is called the Holy Spirit. Let me take you on a journey. Let me take you on a journey. Thank God for all the things I'm preaching. But spirituality will make marriage work. Let's go on a little journey here. So you have to yield to something greater than yourself. Greater than you the man. Greater than you the woman. Because, honey, look at me. We cannot work hard enough to produce peace. We cannot work hard enough to produce the fruit of the spirit called peace. And if that one is absent in your matrimonial home, you are going nowhere. The reason why there's a lot of chaos is that most of the home, peace has worked out. We cannot work hard enough to produce peace. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor that thing. We cannot work hard to produce peace. Because peace comes as a byproduct of yielding our lives fully. It comes as a byproduct of we yielding our life fully to the third person of the Godhead called the Holy Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, peace, joy. So peace comes when we yield to the power of the Holy Spirit. You can't work hard enough to get peace. Can I tell you this? You can buy bed and you can buy the most expensive bed, but you can't buy sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can pay all kinds of money to the best hospital, but you can't buy life. There are things, it's not everything money can buy. It's not everything money can buy. So we cannot work hard enough to produce peace. This thing is a serious business. Peace comes as a byproduct. Somebody say byproduct of our total yielding to the third person of the Godhead. So for this thing to work, both husband and wife must step into the place of commitment that we are going to commit ourselves to something greater and more powerful than us. I can do all things through Christ, says Paul, who strengthens me. Does it include marriage? It means that my marriage cannot work when I push Jesus out of it. My marriage cannot work. Have you ever even go to God in the waiting and ask God to help you? I am bringing you to a stage. I am going to define love in another way. Hallelujah to Jesus Christ. Look at your neighbor and say, we cannot work hard enough to produce peace. Tell the person. <laughs> the same is true with joy. 
The same is true with patience. The same is true with gentleness. I'm reading Galatians chapter 2, 5 verse 22. The same is true with goodness. The same is true with gentleness. The same is true and all the other qualities listed above in, in Galatians chapter 2 verse 522. But the fruit of the spirit is what? Love. And within love is what? Joy. Only the Holy Ghost can produce these ones. Say Amen. <laughs> can i say this the key to christian victory in every area of your life is recognizing and accepting the person of the holy spirit Amen. it is the key of christian victory outside the holy spirit everything is a struggle when it's not in church it's an entertainment center when it's not in your life, everything is mechanical. This is the bottom line. This is the key. So all couples must get it straight. Get it straight. This afternoon I told you something. This is a school. It's a school. The marriage is a school. I told you they give you the certificate before you start. Watch this. Come here, B. Come here. Come here, Nana. Watch this. This is a school. This is a triangle there at the bottom. This is the school. So both of them are students. The only headmaster there is God. You don't try to be a, a lecturer when you were a student. This is where the problem is coming from. This is where we are having the problem. Most of you are telling yourself to be a lecturer while you're supposed to be a student. And so, in these two schools here, both of them is considered student. And once both of us are student, then both of us are not perfect. So then, Albert went to school as Albert. You have no knowledge. I don't know what he did at the secondary school, but he went to take no knowledge about architecture. The architecture he did, sometimes the school choose the program for you. That is where they put you. But by the time he was graduating from tech, he came out as an architect. He couldn't have woke up level 100 and go and stand and say, from today I'm a lecturer. Mm. It's not possible. This is the mistake we are making. Instead of us staying in the school and looking into the lecturer, we try to be lecturers. Oh, oh wow. So this thing cannot work. We have to constantly, don't forget we are all students. None of us is a lecturer. Mm. We have to compliment one another. Mm. I may not be good in history. You are good in mathematics, mm. but I'm good in history. Hey. So compliment me in my history. Now compliment you in the mathematics. And both of us keep going. Hey, hey, hey. Benkum Jari Nifan. Then Nifan so Jari Benkum. So that everybody has one. All the things I'm telling you, some of them I learned them through pain. 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 The first five years of my marriage, if not because this lady doesn't talk, maybe the marriage could have been on rocks. Because my idea make me, and I'm naturally an action man. Yes, sir. Yeah. Naturally, my temperament is some way. Everything must move very fast. Yes, sir. Everything must move very fast. God has to use my wife to teach me patient. That even aircraft, there is a place it slows down. And that is why I say, no one can rush what God is doing. Trust the process. Trust the process. No one here. If God said this young lady will marry next year, he tried to marry this year, she would destroy herself. You can't rush what God is doing. 
Nobody can rush God. In his own time. What is his time? You make all things beautiful. In his own time. In his own time. In his own time. That is why the, the apostle Paul said, faith worked by patience. Many people are in hurry, so they are dying in worries. How do you accept the control of the Holy Spirit over your marriage? I just spoke about the fact that we must make the lordship of the Holy Spirit in our marriage. How do I accept the control of the Holy Spirit over my marriage? By faith. Two scriptures came in mind. Ephesians chapter 5, I take verse number 25. I'm trying to look at where that scripture is. The Bible says, husband, love your wife. Do you remember that scripture? Ephesians 5, 25. Huh? Husband, love your wives. As Christ did what? Please don't close up on me. Talk to me. Husband, love your wife as Christ did what? So husbands are supposed to do what? Love their wives. Huh? Then you come to Titus chapter 2 and verse number 3. Titus chapter 2 verse 3 to 4. Watch this. Don't forget this one. Husbands are commanded to love their wife. The age woman likewise. Give me NIV in the context of this one. Give me NIV verse 8. Likewise. Teach the old woman to be relevant, eh? to be to reverent, to be reverent in their way, in the way they live, not to be slanderous or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Verse 4, verse 4. Then they can train the young woman to love their husband. Eh? So the men are commanded to love their wife, the women are trained to love their husband so watch it these are the two things we are going to talk about now me i am commanded to love my wife but he must be trained to love me that is it so that they can train the younger woman to love their husband so the reason why some of you are not loving your husband is that you have not gone through the training there's another question too where are those who are supposed to train you they themselves need training So let me tell you something. D, B, where are you? And your name, Gloria, all that's of mommy. I mean, Vicky, and all of you, huh? Mami Sawa, and those of you, let's say Mami Sawa, and, and Mrs. Abe, and Teresa, and you. How many years have you married? Huh? Almost 20 years. Who have you trained? You, over 21 years. So listen, we have a responsibility in the church. Don't ever come to church and think that it is me you have to come and listen to. Some of you, the moment you get married, you must get a mentor. Somebody you go and visit once in a month and they tell you things about their marriage. One of my pastor's sons in America, if he didn't get close to me, his marriage could have destroyed. Not knowing, as I go to America, he drives me around, he leads me to places and the things I say whilst he's driving me is what saves his marriage. She follow me and observe things by leadership, by example. Who is your mentor? And what is a mentor? Who is a mentor? A mentor is a human monitor. Somebody that monitors you. And look at what you are doing. So listen. I am commanded by faith to love my wife. But you are, must be trained to love your husband. Who is training you? The vacuums in the church. 
left everything for them. If you give people position in a church, they will not do it. They rather go and fight. So let me tell you, you have a work to do. You don't need to come to the pulpit and preach on Sunday. There are more work to do than pulpit preaching. There are more work to do than pulpit preaching. It means that all these three guys, come here, hurry up, come here. It means that I'm sure all of them, of them as fancy. I'm sure very soon they are going to marry. I'm sure they are going to marry. Some of the things in their mind they are going to marry is, is thinking, thinking. It's garbage. So Paul said that the elder woman, if he has married close to, I don't know how many years, then he must be able to train. It means that don't ever look at them and think that because they are standing there with a big back and a breast, they don't need training. Some of them, with all their beauty and attraction, their head is full of garbage. The kind of idea and the kind of mindset they are taking into marriage, no wonder the marriages are not working. Some of you have a responsibility. God didn't spare your marriage to stand on it. Some of you that it is taking time for before you had a child. You must be able to train some of them. There is a message that I didn't preach that you don't marry because you want to have children. Because you are not in control. Children are gifts from God. Children are gifts from God. Children are gifts from God. So it shouldn't be the means to destroy the marriage. You are not in control of those things. You are not in control of those things. Hear this. You can cry to God for children. I've seen people who want children. They did all kinds of means to the consulted satanic authors and get a child. Now the child has become a shrine. And the pressure coming from the child, they wish they never have it. So sometimes it's important to wait until God give it to you. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. So fine. He has a nice hair. His rasta is down. This one is there. Look at them standing there with their jeans and with their chair. But if you don't take it, there's nothing in the head. Bible says they must be trained. So the way they are hugging their fiancés is different from what the Bible is talking about. They laugh. Somebody must train them and say, girl, one day when you give birth, your body will not be the same. One day when you give birth, there are certain, there are certain things in your body that will change. If you sleep with your wife from the honeymoon time to the time first child come, second child, certain things in his body will change. Some things will expand. And you don't go and look for elastic ones. The body will change. They will not be eating, but they will be putting on weight. It is a test whether you marry her beyond the physical moves. No, and some of them walking like this, they've even forgotten that they will change. That is why they are walking. Hey, hello, how are you? And I'm, no, they will change. It's not going to be the same. I'm telling you, when I say you are laughing, the Coca Cola shape it can turn to calabash. You say now, boom, you know, two a boom. After one TV, who difference? And Papa, a boom. It is not your fault. Your four children has changed the shape. Give the Lord a clap of. Your wife can deliver a child and become fat and never slim down again. What do you do? Sitting down talking about pediatrics is more than that. Talking about acrobatic display is more than that. Talking about being satisfied in sex is more than that. A time come. What you look for is not outer, be- in outer beauty. It's not outer beauty but inner Where I am, what I'm dealing with, what I'm doing, what I'm preaching, what I'm standing for, 
This is not the way this woman look like. Uh, whatever. Sita and Jita. It's not the way it look like. I love the beauty from her inside. Then I am, I've, listen, I've left the stage of looking at looks. Sometimes I still complimented her. Today I told her, I even said, she said, I told her, joke. I said, because you know you are beautiful. Sometimes I church and wonder, didn't I tell you? I told her. And he said, and he said, who told you I'm beautiful? I said, I'm telling you, you know it, and me, I know it, and you also know it. I said, I God is my witness. I told her. So that's what I said. I saw church and because school do church and I told her. But however, that is you know what I'm looking for. I don't care how he dressed to look like Miss Well. If he doesn't give me peace, I'm not interested. I am not. I need stability because I've come to a place I don't live for myself. I'm living for others. I don't have my own time. I cannot just travel anyhow. Every movement, God must approve it. And at that time, I'm not going to look at it. Let the older woman train them. So the reason the marriages are breaking is that a lot of the girls are not being trained to love the husband. And if you don't need training, God will not say you need. So for the church to work, Matilda, all these powerful women here, we must begin to raise also for women in the church and share new couples to them. That this couple here, when there is any problem, go to this one. Before it comes to us, go to this one. And once a while, they must be able to invite them to their home and not only tell them the beauty side of them, they should tell them their challenges. And tell them beware of this, beware of that, beware of that, beware of that. Okay. One day, some lady I've forgotten his name was interviewing a woman called Mamidoku. She was um Obra Aktao. Is that how they call that thing? Is it Sofdazi Obra? Yes. And the lady was interviewing her. And he was talking about his first marriage and his second marriage. You listen to And he said something that touched me, he said that. The, 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 the first man was not a charismatic man, but he was a good man. But the second man that he left this one to marry was a handsome man, Ujian and handsome. And he said, after these years, after uh, all these years now, I've rather have made a mistake. If I knew I could have stayed with that one. And he was telling the reporter, Mommy, may do and won't fetch you. The beauty, one day to not be there. This man was treating me well. But I was not being kind to her, to him. But after these years, I wish I didn't walk out of the marriage. Now, if that lady is in church, that experience, a young person must learn. Train, 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 train the young people to love. So don't ever deceive yourself that these girls who naturally love their husband, they must be trained. So was it surprising that Esther Dems were trained by mommy cans and prepared for six months to marry the king? And God documented it. They are all talking. 
So they are married in the standard of their mind, the way they feel like it's married. Some of them think what they are doing is right, but it's wrong. There is nothing deceptive like having a stinking, thinking wrong, wrong perception about something and thinking you are right. What love really means? What love really means? What does it mean to really love your spouse? And perhaps it's not what you think. So, please, carry all your hangovers of what you know about love. Bury it. And now, sit down as if you have never heard it before. That's the only way it can bless you. Do as if you have never heard anything about love. Because even if I heard it before, do as if. Let him that think he knows something, no, he knows nothing yet. What love really means to a spouse? What is really love? If you are going to marry tomorrow and they say, I love you, I love you. What is really, what really do we call love? I've already gone ahead and taught you about Ephesians chapter 5 and verse number what? 25. Compared to Titus chapter 2 and verse number what? 3. Huh. This is the question. Why would a man have to be commanded to love his wife? And a woman have to be taught to love her husband. So there are two keys we are dealing with here. Me as a man, I'm commanded to love my wife. But my wife must train to love me. So you cannot command a woman to love you. When they come to women, they have to be trained. Somebody must mentor them and tell them how to love their wife. That is why every time you check the home, when there is cooking, the girl is supposed to stay with mommy or stay with grandma and learn how to cook. Are you getting it? And if you study it very carefully, sometimes aunties and grandmas direct the girls. In those days where I'm growing, and stuff like that. Unfortunately, in the church, we don't have those systems. So maybe your wife could have loved you more than what he's doing. Whatever your wife is doing now, he's doing it from the best of the knowledge he has. Even the footballers, they have coaches. Yes, sir. Wow. Unfortunately, nobody might mention who trains Messi, but he didn't just break up to become the star he is. They have coaches. Cristiano Ronaldo has coaches. Every one of them has a coach. I was watching. I was watching a documentary on Hussein Bolt, and he said, "I trained for four years to run at nine seconds." Interview. That is what he said. I trained for four years to run at nine point something seconds. Look at your neighbor and ask him, "Do you have a coach?" Ask him. Ask, ask, ask the one left. Ask the one on the left. Ask the one on the chart. So could it be that what we have called love is not love at all? Could it be? If you have to be trained to love and there is something you call love and because you have not been trained, you call it love, then it could be that what we call love is not love at all. Mm. Oh, give the Lord a clap of and preach. Could it be that? Could it be? Could it be that what we call love is not love at all? Because who trains you to call it love? I'm telling you. Hallelujah. Who trains you? Some of this some of these stars, eh, players, eh, they are somebody that work on their body. Mm. Hey, what do they call them? Uh, uh, physio, physio or something. There is somebody that, 
Christian, there are somebody that only trained them how to score with their head. There are people that train them how to eat. Eh? Their diet. There is not every food they eat. They don't eat kokonte. No, they don't eat eba. You can eat eba and score the way you are scoring. That's not why you are scoring eba. If you have a trainer, you could have eaten better food. My friend Paul Norton told me something. One Britain and Ponkono Mukobi come for Paul told me, he said, Prof, those horses, some of them cost seven million pounds. I said, huh? He said they have a sauna. They have a treadmill. And I said, Paul, why? He said, that hey, hey, hey. Sometimes when they finish running for five minutes, they give their owners ten million dollars, ten million pounds. Sir, hey, 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 now. I'm going for ho, ho, ho. Now to go, 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 go. When they pack the horse, pa, he has brought 10 million pounds home. Mercy was bought for 30 something million euros. T shirt alone, T shirt. PSG sold over 100 million. T shirt with Mercy. Welcoming to France. T shirt. I read it when I was in America. Are you a star? <laughs> All your training was given by your former boyfriends. Show Tali Diaho, Nedwa Tali Abrobeho, Nedwa Tali Bofrem. One girl said that they were firing on me, a Bofrem free so the bomb between me say pa. And from that my team and she had given me up to today. Man pretend you, you what? You saw the uncle Abonyi in the car. Your girlfriends in when you are seeing the titi do. You don't understand because your courtship is in car. You fiance at all. Yeah, car. Sure. Your baby had a criminal friend. You are hypocrite. Haven't they used to to call you before? One of my cousin's girlfriends. You will become a dwarf. Tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, I have suffered, though, not for Christ. Tell your neighbor, not for Jesus Christ, I have suffered. <laughs> we have chased girls who are under restrictions. Oko school, who's Oko school? Who better off here? You better do a theater, ball, mama, you have a The best description of love is in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse number 4. To eight. Love is what? Talk to me. Love is what? Let's keep reading. Love is what? It does not what? It does not what? It, it is not what? I, I said I'm reading to up to verse number eight. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily anchored. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil. 
but rejoices with the truth. Do we really rejoice with the truth? Let's go. It always protects. Only love will stay. Only love will do what? So, where come from? I don't love her anymore. I don't love him anymore. They started from the mountain, but they are sinking into under the sea. Amen. I wrote some things here. So the first description is that for this thing to work, you must love with words. Love with what? First Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1. Love with what? Words. Now about food sacrifice to idols. We know that we all possess knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love. So what builds up? So I didn't marry you to bring you down. The word build is another word for edify. It's another word for improve. So let's start the journey this way. The aim of the marriage is not to bring your spouse down, but to build him up. I'll go to details. Put the scripture there. Huh? Love builds up. And I'm going to run and bring you to a certain point right now. Love, that's what builds up. Wow. What did Jesus learn? Huh? If this thing is absent, you start finding fault. By the time this love is gone, if you don't build somebody up, then you find fault. Love, that's what. Let me look at this scripture. It builds what? Up. <laughs> that means that if love builds up, then to love my mate means to build him up. To love my mate means to build her up. So, you are in a marriage to build me up. I am in a marriage to build you up. Love builds up. Knowledge puffs up. But love, that's what, builds up. Look at your neighbor and say, if you marry me, I was supposed to build you up. And one of the most powerful means of edification and build up is compliment. What do I call it? Talk to me. What do I call it? Finding something small or great you like about your, about your mate and express appreciation. Build up. 
Build up. Build up. Let me tell you this story. A young lady went to his mother and said, Mama, I'm tired. She went to, it's not a mother, he went to some, some juju woman be and said, give me medicine that I can kill my husband. When I kill him, I don't want anybody to know that I'm the one who killed him. So the husband said, no problem. I'll do that. So the woman went to the bedroom, took flour, and mixed it with salt, and put it in a, a small cloth, tied, and say, but there are conditions. On condition that you will meet all the conditions. He said, why not? You see, so that everybody will not suspect that you are the one who killed him. Go and love him. Start fetching water for him. Cook his best food. I mean, treat him the best. So that when he die, nobody will suspect that you are the one. But the thing is that whilst you are doing that, anytime you cook, sprinkle these small concussions inside the food. Don't forget, it's sugar and flour. Salt and flour. So he went. And he said, come back after one month. He will not die at once, but he's going to die slowly. So he went there. He started. Fetch water for the husband. Come from work, he remove his, his coat. Started cooking the best food. Everything. He started reinforcing the marriage. Started reinforcing the marriage. He saw naturally they become so close. So he came back to the woman and said, I don't want him to die again. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I don't want him to die again. He said, Mommy, what can you do to reverse the death? Mm. He said, Man, dear, be at peace. What I gave you does not kill. You were rather the one killing the marriage. If there is anybody that must die, it's not your husband. <laughs> if you don't do your part, that is where you think that the fault is from the others. Life is so easy, sometimes we make it complicated. Also, give me the photo of what I show you. What I sent to you, put it on the screen for me. Look at life. Look at what is written. Life is really simple, but sometimes we insist on making it complicated. You can stand on the ground and take this purple, but you have climbed at the top. Life is really simple. Marriage is really simple. It, is, it looks funny, but this is the state of many of us. This is the state of many of us, our homes. Simple things will make it very complicated. Remove your chaloa tail, climb this thing, hanging on the top, your stomach pressing, your leg, branches, and this thing, you can even lie down on the ground and pluck it. It's a good place to clap for Jesus. <laughs> Life it's really simple, but sometimes we insist, we insist on making it complicated. The God that designed marriage knows that this thing is good for you. It is not good that the man should be alone. I'll make him a helpmate. God knows that thing is good, but we have made it complicated. 
infidelity, adultery, fornication, all kinds of things that would destroy us at the end. But we will still enter. I'm teaching. I'm teaching. I wrote something, I called it loving with what? First of all, loving with words of kindness and acceptance. So, one of the ways to express love is to speak with kindness. Do we speak with kindness to our neighbors? Do we speak with kindness? First Corinthians chapter 13 verse 4. The way to express love by words. So, for marriage to work, love must be expressed by what? First Corinthians says, love is what? Patient. Love is kind. It does not what? It does not what? It is not what? That has to do with the manner in which you speak. Proverbs chapter 15 verse number 1. Everybody read it. Very loud. I want you to read it very loud. A gentle answer turns away what? Wrath. So, do you want the marriage to work? Learn how to speak well. Gentle answer turns away what tomorrow we'll go to that one. Let me bring it to the principle. So, one of the reasons why the marriages are not working is communication. The way we talk, the way we talk, the way we talk. How do you approach the thing? Compliment. And thank you. Thank you. I remember Pastor Dio of Blessed Memory who counsel us. One day, my wife came there at IGP, I could sound in a breeze, and then he went and he told me, he said, Nana, I want to give you one major point. As you are going to marry, I promise you, this girl, I look at her, she'll be buying you things. Shirt, tie, things. Sometimes the things he bought you, you don't like it. Because sometimes the things he likes, you may not necessarily like it. But never express how you don't like it. So whatever you bring, if you don't like it, take it. Oh, wow. You know, I was praying that. He said, that is the place you create artificial lies and emotions. You know, I was praying that. I'll get this. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, wow. Give a hug and that. When he tells you. <laughs> you don't have to let us see. The woman, she finished. Oh, thank you. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. And he may insist on you wearing it. Mm. Why don't you wear the thing I bought for you on Sunday? Wear it and close your eyes and go to church. <laughs> A soft answer turned away rough. Do you know how many marriages have ended in the divorce court? Because of the way somebody answered. How does a lady in the afternoon story bring a houseboy to help and sleep with the houseboy and run and tell the husband, honey, I'm sorry. I read it to you this afternoon. So I needed a boy to come and help me in the house. I slept with the boy. My husband came from work and I went to apologize to her. Honey, this is what I've done. My husband said, I'm forgiving you. But later he filed for divorce. Look at your neighbor, is that it's possible you need deliverance? Tell the person it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. 
is possible. We cannot tell. And that's why I'm telling you, present yourself. Don't behave as if because you have titles, you don't need them. Hallelujah. Let me end with the principle. It comes back. All these things end up. The major thing that breaks marriage is when people begin to find fault. Finding what? Fault. <laughs> Do hear things like, if, well, listen, most of the marriage things I have dealt with, the common denominator, the common statement, if only my spouse would listen to me and do this. If only my spouse would straighten up. If only my husband would straighten up. If only my wife would listen. If only my this thing. So we always expect the other party to change. Mm. And once the marriage is in that state, I promise you it will not work. Once your point of Conclusion is that you rather is expecting him or her to change. So we knock, we get angry, we fuse, we demand, we cry, we redraw, we cave in. I told you three days ago what I call the tortoise syndrome. The tortoise has a share. He brings out his four legs, his two hands and his leg and then his head. Anything happens, bam, he gets inside. I was watching something on the expedition to the animal kingdom. A crocodile that want to eat a tortoise. Try, try. He just goes in. He struggled and then he left. The tortoise majestically just moved away. <laughs> eat me. That is what it is. The tortoise syndrome is that you hide in your cave. And because the cave is difficult to break, when you get there, your spouse cannot come there. He cannot come. All these things are spiritual. Silence war. You have cave in. You have got to hide in your cave. You show it in a, everything. In the cooking, in the sex, and in everything. I tell you, can I say this? Your marriage can improve. An improvement can begin today. Oh. I say your marriage can improve. And the improvement can begin when? Today regardless of your partner's attitude your marriage can improve and the improvement can begin today regardless of your partner's attitude and then now take the responsibility from your partner you are going to take responsibility yes, so now i have shifted the gear from me expecting you to change i'm going to start changing there is a strategy for improvement and i want to give you that principle matthew chapter 7 it was given by jesus christ from verse 1 to 5 niv version now i am going to replace some words i'm going to substitute some words the word friend for either a spouse or a partner do not judge or you too will be judged for in the same way that you judge your partner you will be judged and with the measure you use it will be used to you i am going to build a principle here why do you look at the speck or the speck of sawdust in your husband or your wife's eye why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your council brother husband or wife's eye and pay no attention to the plank on your own eyes. This is the principle I'm going to build on them close. Let's keep going. How can
can you say to your husband or wife, let me take away the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? Let's all say the same, the next word is condemnation. You look at your neighbor and point to the person. You, I poked you, nobody used that word more than Jesus Christ. First, first, Prophet Nana, first, before you take the plank out of Lady Ivy's eye, then you will see. No, 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 Prophet Nana, first, take the plank out of your own eye. Then after that, you can see clearly to remove the speck out of Lady Ivy's eyes. Yeah. I don't care the question you are going to ask. I will give you the answer all right. But if I'm going to write a book on marriage, it will only be on this first seven chapters. Today, God give me, I, I stood at my prayer room. Lord, if I say give me one scripture, that will be a principle we can build to make all these answers. This is what he pointed. And the Lord said, the reason it has not work is that all of you has beams and sodas in your eyes. But you are hypocritically you are trying to go and remove the one in somebody's eyes. God said, take your time and take your own face. This is saying that if one tries to improve her marriage by getting her husband to change, it will not work. If you try to improve your marriage by getting your spouse to change, according to the scripture, it's hard to get the speck out of his eyes. Energies are being expanded in wrong directions. We are trying to remove something from people's eye where we have things in our eyes. That means that the place to begin with is my own failures and not yours, my flaws. What is on my eyes that I have neglected to come and remove what is on your eyes? So, so for this thing about I am the one that likes carelessing and sporting and this thing and my husband, he is trying to neglect what is in his eyes. This thing about the man is no romantic you continue to be romantic you continue to be romantic this thing about the man is not caring you be a caring one yes yes today do you remember my most exciting email is the guy who bought a phone for his wife uh, can I go there? My name is Isaac from the United Kingdom. Please, Daddy. I am a minister, but not a pastor. I and my wife both are Christians and have married for 15 years. Look at your neighbor and say, 15 years. We were both virgins. This is my problem. My wife has never called for sex. 
I always go to her when it's time to fire. One day I was sick. During recovery, she gave it to me. And I fired. We finished. And I said, thank you very much. When I got out that day, I went to iPhone shop and bought a brand new iPhone 12. I am planning to buy a car. <laughs> this is the email of the year. Bottom line. If a woman has make his hand like this, or he is for the sun, he is thinking. Also, if one respond after 15 years can earn you an iPhone 12, do you know what you have lost for 15 years? But this time that woman is working with Queen Elizabeth. I rest my case. I have developed seven messages out of this one. Yes, sir. Number one message. It means that no going to your husband can make him stingy. Hey. He's a vazuya. This is my, my mind works in a different way. Do you know what you are losing? Pasabet called it recovery ward. I'm sure that is what makes him sick. 15 years he became sick because auntie. Uh, the, the lady is called, I'm sure it's called Kukua. Kukua never comes back. He didn't say anything. And when, when the moment the guy was in the bed, though, she, the, he said, he came to me. He gave it to me. He came. He initiated it. Initiation to bediatis or courtesy. And, and when I fired, I recovered. And when I recovered, I got down and went to town. And I bought a brand new iPhone 12. And I am planning to buy a car. Stand to your feet. I, I have nothing to say. Who the car fit? Wear it. African women are losing things. Especially Potesu. 15 years first experience. First anniversary, second anniversary, third anniversary, fourth anniversary, fifth, ninth anniversary, thirteenth anniversary, fourteenth anniversary. By fifteenth anniversary, he was sick. We thank God he didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. It's another message. It's another message. I said it yesterday. A lot of African women. I don't know. Yes. And I told you, it's a, it's a method, you know. Number two, the second title of the message I built is that it makes a man feel confident that my wife loves me and he cares. He has so far, that sickness is called when your wife doesn't come. You cannot spell it. He gave it to me. Every time I have been going to buy, but this time it was given to me. 
Who said God no day? And I suspect that before the iPhone, he was using a phone call here. They gave him brand new iPhone. It's more than thousand dollars. Yeah. And this guy is living in UK. UK. We don't get things like that. Oh, those in the UK, they know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's a place you learn natural economics. And, and proper financial management. What are you talking about? If you are standing by your wife, tell her, did you hear the story? Did, did you hear the story? And the, the Holy Ghost said, we should ask. Vicky, did you hear? Do you know how many phones you are mixing? You can tell a woman's phone by his attitude in the bedroom. Put my picture back again and let me read it. Put that my picture back again. And I want to read the thing at the back. And that life is really simple. But sometimes Porterian women make it and insist on making it complicated. Also, the fourth point I pick is that probably the girl has asked for phone and this guy has never given it attention. Oh honey, can't you buy me a phone? Oh, I'm working on some project when I finish. When I, the money is there. But your attitude is blocking it. This one is not sow and reap. Act and reap. Okay, you understand what I'm talking about? This lady like this, she will never get anything in life. As for this lady, she's a dead woman. This one, I, I don't even think he has ever held a phone in his life. He, she will never hold a phone till Jesus comes. This latitude, you can't get a phone. Everybody must learn. Hmm. What did Afram's wife did that Afram took her to Dubai? Where is Afram? Afram has run away. Afram didn't come. Yeah. What did she do? That all these years, almost eight years of marriage, Afram carried her. Why are you mixing your Dubai trip? Some of the people think their husbands are broke. They are not broke. Oh. It, is, it depends on what you do. I'm telling you. It is all over the Bible. Today I thought about something. We knew about Peter's mother-in-law. We never heard of his wife. And I'll teach you something. Why did God not disclose his wife? A successful marriage is a choice. That is why I said that. If you want your marriage to improve, you can, it can start today. So for one day, the girl wake up and say, I'm breaking a generational curse for 15 years. And let them hear me call. He didn't know it came with package. And I'm sure the guy will buy the car. It depends on the girl's attitude. The car can come slower or faster. Depends on the exertion you put on it. So it is. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. If there is anything that we have not helped the church, 
we have trained people to pretend mm. and they pretend in their pain so people don't talk people are dying in some conditions sit down two questions please my name is kira kira Kira. Kira. Okay, Kira. What are you saying? Yes. Please, uh, I want to ask a question. Go ahead. If you are, like, before you got married, mm -hmm. um, your husband didn't really give you the detail of his work. Mm. You know, but you didn't really know the truth. And after you got married, after some years, you got to know that he lied about his work. One. And secondly, the work can put you and the family at risk. So you decide to confront him without letting him know you know the truth. And he still lies about it. What do you do when you find yourself in that? What is that? Let's say maybe no. an illegal work. I understand. But you see, that is why relationship must start with courtship and dating. You are naive to see a guy driving Range Rover, living in a nice house, and you cannot tell the source of the money. Then you must be suspicious. You see, there are some questions there, because it's out of the contents of the word of God. And it's a general question. The safest place for me to be is to be in the center of the word. And so, I don't want to answer because everybody will have their own opinion. For instance, I will also give you another picture. If you are, let's say, you work with the secret service, FBI, if you got a national security, and it's caught in with you. In fact, some of them, even based on the nature of their work, they don't even permit them to marry. They don't permit them to marry. I know one that was going out with my daughter B many years ago, and the girl became pregnant out of this. And the guy insisted that he has to abort it. Because if he doesn't, they might kill her. And he said, I love you, I'm telling you the truth. Because the kind of work I do, it is going to be that I've revealed secrets to you because top of the vow, I can have sex, but I should make sure the woman is not pregnant because I'm not supposed to have children. And the girl, he was insisting that if they find out, because she has to go and tell his superiors, this is what he has done. I don't want to mention the country to you. And once he tells, they'll find a way to eliminate the girl without anybody know that they're one who kill her. These are all the things. So I don't know which kind of work. So that is another one. That one, what happens? That's all of them, they permit them to marry. But there are certain things, they can't disclose it. No? Or some of them, I have some daughters in some countries, they marry to some guys. If they travel, they have to take the details of where they are going, where they will stay, where they will live. Because of the security issues about the person they are married, you are under monitor. So if you ask me what do you do, it becomes your responsibility to find out. You should have found out before you enter into the marriage. Because now that you think you, both you and your children are at risk, what do you do? It's very difficult for me to answer the question. Because I can't advise you to step out of the marriage. And I can't also advise you. When we talk about it, you just have to keep praying for a divine intervention. Because there are some problems, only God can solve it. And so, this place, it needs a divine intervention. And whilst God has not intervened, keep staying there. Because sometimes, refusing to take risks is risk itself.
Second question. Papa, during yes. your presentation, you spoke about transparency. Mm -hmm. And looking at the, um, the men we have in this generation, mm. is it advisable to tell them about your past experience? I mean, before you all, like when you're married, is it advisable to tell your partner about your past experience, the men you've had or the relationship you've had? If the they've past? not asked you, don't say anything. And if they ask you, say some and leave some. <laughs> if possible, tell them it's not necessary. But if they insist, for instance, if I go and have a 10 men, you can't tell him all the 10 men. Tell them the one that was really serious. So out of the 10 men, one of them was a serious relationship. I went out with this guy. Leave the rest there. Even in confessing our sins to become born again, we are not permitted to confess all the sins. We just confess Christ and we come. The reason is that if you don't take care one day, I read, I read one of them like that yeah. today. It will be used as a weapon against you. Because I can promise you that they won't tell you all they have done. They won't do that. And I like the way you use our, the men of this generation. Most of them want to marry virgins, but they've broken 10 ladies' virginity. They are all in the church. So, if they have not said anything, be quiet about it. Don't be too stupid to go and start. Today, I just want to tell you about my life. Hey, okay. In the Psychopedia Bible, it's called Ojimfo. In the Psychopedia book, that is the way we read Ojimfo. To be used against you. Because naturally, men are jealous. Much as some of them will not want to say they want to marry, everybody wish to marry a virgin. Even they forget about the people they broke in their virginity. So that's the thing. They take pride in those things. So you meet one of them who will try to ask you about your past. Most times, most times, those things you tell it to your trusted counselor. Like I was telling Pastor Abedems today that sometimes they should dig a little bit about their past. We, the counselors, won't tell your husband. But based on what you tell me, then there's a way we will counsel your, your, your fiancé so that we'll be aware. We'll say things. That we will let him come up. For instance, there was a case I was dealing with. I found out that the guy was a virgin. But the girl has gone out with about four guys before they were coming to marry. And the guy loved the girl. And they are married in purity. I started telling the guy, you have to learn this. I started teaching the guy the process to adopt to satisfy the woman. But I didn't tell him anything about the girl's past. I just told him that. Because I didn't want him to go. If the girl is also a virgin, you don't have much problem. Because it's two green ones coming together. But, but the girl, you see, this story about the girl saying that the thing is boring. And he's trying to teach the guy some things. It has to do the past of two different people. Whatever the guy is practicing, somebody taught her. And it may be you. <laughs> I didn't mention your name. There is no anger about this one. Whoever taught her, 
That is it. So she learned the thing from somewhere and is bringing it. I can tell you of authority. All the people that married that both the man and woman are virgins, you hardly have these problems. You hardly have. Everybody don't know anything. But those of us who have failed mashas, ninjas, Swasinega, Silva Sastalo, your Rambo Trio, Rambo Rino, and you have Rambo One, Rambo Two, Rambo Three. And you go and marry. There are all these things they come up. So I told the guy, you have to come up. And I told him that this is the way to satisfy your wife. You have to be this. He said, Daddy, this. I said, Yes, learn. I gave him books. I said, Learn the book. Do this thing. Tell him. And I even came to the place to tell her that normally women naturally know what to do to them for them to be happy. So allow her to teach you things. Then I told the girl that this boy is a naive. You are a champion. <laughs> I have handled all kinds of things at the background. It has worked. And it worked very well for them. When they came to me and said, Daddy, I'm so happy you helped me. I'm just enjoying my wife. And they are, they are cool. And so the guy doesn't know anything about the girl. The girl doesn't know. And then I know the two of them. But the guy didn't demand anything. Just fell in love. But some of them they would demand. I can tell you five girls I know in my record who tell their, their husbands about their past. All of them, the marriage is not standing. Five of them, the marriage is broken. Two of them, it doesn't have a future. And the common topic that always come back when there is a little friction, it refers to their past. You have sex, anything happen? You everything you don't get satisfied. Me, I'm not strong like those guys who went out to do. Me, me, Jimmy, Empire, and I'm able. boy, so need me, 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 Jim. Sir, every day, yes, sir. So, thank you very much. All your questions are very powerful questions. Amen. Yes, sir. Give it to the man. Thank you, Daddy. It's a Take the microphone to your mouth. It's a follow-up on the... Okay. That was question. Mm -hmm. You know, some men can be troublesome. Mm -hmm. Especially the ex. Want to show up. Forgetting that the lady has married. They want to come after her. And she too, having declared only one out of the ten, the remaining nine want to and that will put her in a very bad shape because if the man get to find out it will be more dangerous that than for her tell him about the remain very dangerous now this is the point how would they come how to would they find out they have to they do want to show up that they are there they, they will show that they are there and the Where? man will want to follow up. Can't hide. Put the microphone the in your mouth so that we can hear you. No. It may be one in a thousand. One. Normally. What I know is that. Normally. Unless the one that intentionally wants to come and just destroy your marriage. But normally. When you marry and you have ex. They hardly talk to your husband. Highly would they do anything. Or walk to a husband. And say. 
Plenty of people in the church has married who has ex. But hardly will a guy, for instance, if let's say I have a former girlfriend, then I walk to the girl's husband and I say, well, This girl used to be mine. Highly. I mean, maybe one in a thousand or hundred. I don't, I don't, I'm not denying what you are saying. Maybe your mind, that is what you thought, but the probability of this thing happening is very, very less. However, like I said, get my answer. If he doesn't ask, don't talk. Because if he never asks and anything show up, then you didn't ask me about anything. Let me tell you something. The one that you say one and he left it ten. Let me tell you. I know a situation when the girl said ten. The guy said that. So the first one, what was the first date? How did you even do it? Were you standing or hanging? Yes, the guy is America. He told me. He demanded all those things. In fact, I'll tell you, especially the one that sex happened before the marriage. When trust get broken, then all kinds of things start cropping. The devil makes it. But let me tell you, highly, highly, unless some of those unthinkable and unwise girls who entertain the exile until the husband find out. That is why this afternoon I keep insisting that spiritual ayaka cut off from your ex. Because you are Christian, the only thing should be good morning, pass. Not even how are you, pass. If possible and if didn't see you, don't greet. In your heart, you have to see her as somebody who can cause you harm. Because some of you, you have come so close to that, you entertain them, you send text message, you have stories, it's not my different name, and you chat, and you, that one, if you don't take care, the devil might expose you to all kinds of things. You have to be spiritual. But if he's the one that you have nothing to do, you cut off with her, you don't want to have anything to do with her, you see, good morning, can I have your number? No, please. Thank you. I don't need, I, you don't need to get my number. And I don't want to have your number. And that's it. And you see, there is a way you treat a, a man, he doesn't want to come around you again. He just no. Immediately you know that he sees this guy got married, he looks like no. You go, you go to party, even when a table you, you stand up. I don't want to sit where you are. There are women in a church, they work. I know a story where the girl's ex-boyfriend came to drop her in a lift in his house. Drop. Drop her in his house. The husband took the car registration number. Eh? Because the guy has told the guy that he used to go out with a guy called this. When he came, the husband said, who came to drop you? So one of the colleagues in the office. And then he gave it to his friend in DVL to check and find out it was the name. The marriage is broken. It's broken completely. No, today you cannot tell. Today, look at the story we tell that the girl said, when we coming here, mommy was talking about it. You have married. You went to Kofodia or something to do renew your driving license. When you went there, your ex-boyfriend was doing a what? Workshop there. Then you went there to ask her sometime, some questions about character. I don't know how much you get there. You end up being with her in a hotel room. And then all you say is that he kiss you. He kiss you. And you said that no, I'm married. You are married. We shouldn't do this. Not knowing the husband has a tracker that monitors. 
So the moment he came back, the husband asked her, what were you, because you know, the tracker said, they can pick the hotel room. If somebody tracks you, we have some buses here and some cars here with a tracker. The, the, the tracker can tell you that it's coming and it's in this place. So when the guy tells you he's in Afienia and he's in Tema, the tracker can tell you. So the tracker tell the man that he's in this hotel. Hotel, uh, uh, what do we call it? Ahonjo. He is in room 202. The tracker can pick it. There is something on my phone called Find My iPhone. If my wife's iPhone, for instance, one day we went to America, my daughter's phone, he left it in a mall. And because our iPhones and things are connected, the phone got missing. I went to, so he was crying. I mean, as a phone, I ran. So I went to iPhone shop. I have a, a, an account there. And I said, I'm buying a phone for my daughter. And then, blah, blah, blah. So he lost his phone. Ah, but, so the guy called and said, you got I find my iPhone. I didn't even know. Because when I went to buy the phone, they asked me to pay and do that one. Then the guy said, oh, you, you can find the phone. So the guy told me, what's your password? And he locked the phone up. Let me tell you something. He did something on the iPhone. The thing was spanning a bar in California. He picked the house. And he started showing what they were doing. The woman was wearing something. They were holding the phone and everything. And back he locked the phone. God is my way to ask my wife. Then he said, the place is a very rough neighborhood. Don't go there. So we report to the police. He gave the police a number. The next day, the police went there and bring the phone. Very simple. So these things... The, the, and it has destroyed the marriage. The guy, the, he said, the moment he came home, the husband said, What were you doing in this hotel? <laughs> and he foolishly told him that I went, follow her. He only kissed me, he didn't have sex with me. That is it. So I agree with what you are saying. But the two are saying, I don't deny it at all. It all depends on the attitude of the girl. Most of our daughters, they don't think. Most of them, they don't think. They don't and the sad thing is that if the guy will marry you why didn't he marry you they wait till you marry and they come that is what it is some of you they, they, there are some I know they even treated you bad cut you off say, I mean left you some way after you got here somebody came to marry you now he's coming back you are entertaining her with this message with all kinds of things and that is what she's talking about. How, apart from that, it will be difficult for you to marry. A guy just walked to the house and said that, hey, your, husband, your wife used to be my, I used to be. No, it, it, I mean, it's not possible. So all the things you are afraid of will happen depends on the woman's attitude. Mm, and we are not talking about the ladies alone. The men who are chasing their ex-girlfriends are more than the women who are chasing their ex-boyfriends. More. Be brave. Be brave. Amen. There is recently one that sent me a message and forwarded it to me. That the guy's former uh, uh, girlfriend sent the wife a message. Useless woman. I read it and he said, I want you to know that if you were good, your husband wouldn't have followed me. The kind of satisfaction I used to give to him before he came to see you, you are not able to meet the standard. And the girl said to me, cry. 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 She went to marry. She married God, didn't work. And because she married, didn't work, he has come back and this guy is chasing her. And he wants to destroy this guy's marriage. Last question. 
Papa, please, what do you do about a man who is who is country broke or no country broke with the inside? <laughs> but very responsible and decent. He leaves you to do whatever pleases you. No complaints, little communication. What do you do about such a person? Keep on praying. <laughs> no temperament is wrong. As far as he's doing his house duties, you may not like it. Let me tell you something. Don't ever think you are going to marry and get everything you are expecting. We'll talk about on the dinner. Don't. Sure. There are one of the major problems I had in my marriage. There are some things I was trying to let mommy change. But after the years, I realized that if even I succeeded to get her to change, it could have affected me now. Do you understand what I said? If I succeeded and God listened to me and changed her. After 21 years, I realized that that thing could have affected me. It means that the state she is, it may look like you don't like it now, but 20 years to come, it will help you. So you don't marry to change your partner. You accept them the way they are. And if there is a change, you have to change. So, this is it. The country broke is talking about this. I see, naturally, women want men to take leadership position. Yeah, your project, you know, their name. No, I say some men are not interested. Who see that no better name, but no one see. If there's money, whatever. Now, naturally, you want him to go to the construction site and work, but he won't go. But apart from that, he doesn't give you problems. He's not a womanizer. Some of them, but you TV, ah, by a Chelsea supporter. Okra flag, din din din, not to, not to na Manchester, and I, and I, and I, Cristiano Ronaldo, come on United, and I say, 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 no dim, kikikiki, oh dim, some people they are like that. Amen. Don't forget the thing is a school. God is a principal. You are also a student. The fact that you are perfect in this area does not mean you are not weak in this area. So compliment. You won't get all the things that you want. It's not you alone. Somebody's wife has never made a move for sex. He has stayed with it for 15 years. He has never collapsed the marriage. I'm sure they are living fine. That means that that lady could change. But it took, it took her 15 years to change. If the guy stood on it and broke the marriage after 5 years, God knows that he has made something. God will use marriage to teach you endurance. Listen, it is more with African woman. She will not deny you when you come. But she won't come. She will change by 15 years. Now, do you know the interesting thing about life? What you are praying for, somebody is also praying that he stops in his life. I have had men came to me and told me my wife liked too much sex. Some women are, since we started conference, some of them are saying that, Daddy, what do you do? Remember our was first question? When you are tired, Somebody who came to know that my husband has not touched me for three years. See that the one day I wake up midnight. I beg him and I cried. She started and later he stopped. He said he's tired. Less than two minutes, he said he's tired and he's stressful tomorrow. <laughs> Telling you the truth. So he said, I even taught you he has a potency problem. I realized that it's no potency. 
he just he said i'm tired he started when i was crying he started the moment i stopped crying he also stopped no so i said why did he do cry to the end <laughs> until the end then you stop you didn't break through and you stop the cry serious matter what you are trying to complain somebody's prayer point life life all of us will not get it equal all of us will not get it the way we want it there is nobody who has married and he has gotten everything the way he wanted some of them will change but it will take time some of them might not change at all expect the best prepare for the worst stand to your feet God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Veld Prayer Center P.O. Box GP21421 Accra. Telephone plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.